Welcome to the Musings on Evaluation podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about epistemology, which is a nice, um, make you sound smart term. And it just basically means the science or the study of knowing, the study of knowledge. We're going to talk about three types of epistemologies. Okay. And more important than being identifying, being able to identify those is why should we care? Other than it makes us sound smart to be able to describe this fancy thing called epistemology. But why do we really care about epistemology when we're talking about research and evaluation? Okay. Epistemology is the philosophy of knowing. It's a paradigm or your world view. How you approach knowledge. We talked broadly about three types. Okay. One would be a positivist. Okay. Just think about what that word sounds like. I am positive. Okay. A positivist believes, okay, their worldview is that there is an absolute objective reality and it is knowable. Okay. It is knowable through the techniques of science. There is a desk in front of me. I can describe it. I can understand about atoms. Okay, there's a reality, an objective reality to this desk. That may sound appealing to you, but let's think about something a little more complicated. Okay. Self-confidence. Okay. Maybe. Love. Beauty. Beauty. Is there an objective knowable reality of something called beauty. Positivists would say yes. Positivists would say not only is there an objective, knowable reality of what beauty is, but we can measure it. Okay. Little backstory, this idea of positivism originated back in ancient Greece with Plato. <coughs> Plato literally believed there was this alternative world I'm at the moment blanking on what he called that, but where these objective realities existed. Okay. Today, there are very few positivists in the world. Okay. You do have a lot of what we call post-positivist, which is an almost positivist. Okay. A post-positivist would say there's an objective reality and we can do our best to know it. We can kind of agree on what that is and we can measure it. Okay. They wouldn't be so confident to say that we can identify objective reality of love or beauty, but they say it does exist and we can kind of agree on what that is. Okay. Positivists and post-positivists <coughs> most often measure things using quantitative or numeric methods. Then we talked about a constructionist, or also sometimes called an interpretist. There's a broad range of folks in this, but generally, folks who put themselves in that category believe that knowledge is constructed socially. It's agreed upon knowledge, and it is dependent upon the particular situation. Okay. I'll go back to my example about beauty. Okay. In the Middle Ages, there was a very different conception of beauty than there is today. Let's talk about 
gender. Okay, we can talk about biology of gender and how someone's born, okay? But where we define what is male and what is female is constructed knowledge. We have made that determination, and as we know today, we're kind of rethinking that. Race ethnicity, okay? Yes, there's certain biology behind skin pigmentation, we can describe what those colors are and light refraction or whatever. But what we decide is African-American, Black, Latinx, White, Caucasian is somewhat arbitrary and socially constructed, agreed upon, and can move. Okay. Constructionists often gather qualitative data. Okay. Now, this is important as you think about how you approach the study of knowledge. Do you believe that there is one way to accomplish things? Okay. Uh, it's one outcome. I, I probably misphrase it a little bit. Okay. That tourism always, always decreases stress, or do you believe that that is somehow socially constructed? For the things we de define, is there some social construction, or is there an absolute reality? Now, Practically, you will have some folks, I have some colleagues who very much fall in one camp or the other, and they will argue with you to the end of why you can't be multiple camps. Personally, I think it depends. <laughs> okay. um, there are certain things that there is an objective reality that we can measure, we can know, um, and there are also times we have to recognize there's a social construction to that. But it influences how we measure and how we think about things, right? Okay. It influences whether we think a survey is completely objective and unbiased versus we acknowledge where that bias is. So that's epistemology. You don't have to know that in, in super amount of details, but I at least want you to have some general idea of it. As always, thanks for listening and have a great day.